All right, here we go. Here we go. I think we are live. I think. Let's just let's just make sure. <laughs> it says it okay. up here. It says it. Okay, perfect. Streaming live on uh, YouTube. Perfect. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? My name is Jeanette, also known as Misfit Vegan, and my guest today needs no introduction. It is the one the only Dr. Robert Morse. How are you doing uh, today, doctor? Oh, great. Totally great. Great. Beautiful day in Florida and uh, feeling good. Uh, missing some good fruit. You know, Florida doesn't have necessarily the best fruit. So uh, and I look at all that watermelon. And my, my mouth is drooling for some. <laughs> boy, I'm telling you, I could dive into some Georgia, North Carolina, Indiana, watermelon, mushmelon. Oh, yeah. Nothing better on earth. Um, Okay. So first of all, I really want to ask you what happened to your YouTube channel? A lot of people have been messaging me. Is it, was it taken down recently? They censor me a lot and they still do. I can't say certain things and you know me, I, I don't, I don't roll over and play. You know, I don't, I don't let them rub my tummy. So I'm going to hit them always. And so, yeah, they censor me for a week or two or so often, you know, and then we have to, we try to put little bits on there. So, you know, to go to our other site somewhere, Rumble or some other site or our TV site, because YouTube just, just doesn't like the truth. No, no. Um, And you are a truth seeker and a truth teller. So, um, okay. So let me dive into some questions. Um, All right. So I interview a lot of people um, and it gets a little confusing because, you know, everyone says something different. So I'm curious, do you think that I know fruits, berries, melons? I know you love it. And I'm wondering, do you think humans can be healthy eating nuts and seeds and avocados? Do you think it's a part of a human, like a healthy human diet to eat nuts, seeds and avocados? I think you can definitely after you detox and get your kidneys filtering, get your lymphatic system moving, get all any tumors or inflammation and all that out of you, of course, you know, a little dab will do you. But if you have a lot of acidosis or what we call inflammation and you eat nuts, it'll foster pain. I, I, I showed a medical doctor this. I got him out of pain with his kidney and then I gave him a protein and he almost fell on the floor in pain. And I said, this is why we don't give proteins when someone is in pain. It's acidosis and you're giving them another acid. That's another thing. You never give acid when someone's in an acidotic situation. And and that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Wow. So now can you talk, please, about the power of the mind? when it comes to healing, because nobody, nobody explains it the way you do. And um, I think a lot of people need to hear this, the power of the mind. Yeah, the power of the mind, you know, I call the mind either the joker or the monkey, because your mind is just something you're using. And that mind comes out of the universal mind. When you have the experience of the universal mind out of your body, it's, 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 it's the oneness that's nirvanic beyond belief. But the lower mind has two sides to it. And it's just, just what we talk about, yin and yang. They're the opposite sides of the same coin. If you think God is nothing but love and compassion and all of that, you're highly mistaken. You, in creation, 
you have the opposite side as well. And you're seeing that playing out right now. Tremendous amount of negativity. Uh, you don't know whether it's your thoughts or someone else's thoughts. And that's another problem. Unless you're very awake, you don't know whether you're thinking your own thoughts or someone's feeding them to you. Because I used to feed thoughts to people and get them to do things. I used to be able to get you up out of bed in the middle of the night, come over to my place. And when I realized how bad that is, I just I freaked out and said, no, no, I'm done. I will never touch that mind again because you want consciousness. You want awareness where you can see 360 degrees. It's a total knowing the state. That's consciousness. Uh, lack of a better word, soul awareness. I don't know. You don't need to put a lot of words to that. But the mind then is where you first take on duality. And you've got to realize you've got the positive side of the mind, all of that, and the negative. But then you've got the emotional body. That's your astral body. So when you feel, that's not your physical body, nor that is your mind. Your mind can't feel. It's a computer, mm -hmm. totally a computer. What you put in is what you get out. Wow. Yeah, so if you want to be and bring that power of healing into the body, don't use positive thinking. Merge with spirit or the prana, life force, whatever you want to call it merge and become it and that is the power of all powers outside of that you're playing individualities and you're playing dualities and the game of creation basically wow yes makes sense and that's a uh, trippy very trippy, it is trippy. <laughs> well, you know a lot of people take mushrooms and lsd window pane things like this to get in that now but the bottom line is if you just have to learn to quit thinking and to learn to quit thinking, you have to play the role of the observer for a while. Walk around the mall, walk around the beach, woods, whatever, and just watch. Don't put a thought to what you see. Don't allow your mind to engage and then, uh, you know, categorize and put a, put a label on it. Just observe. From consciousness, there is no duality. But duality is a reality if you're embodied. And we're all embodied to be able to talk to each other like this. Yes. Yes. So just practice observing. Yes. And then you can step back from your negative thoughts, your thoughts that say, I can never heal. I can't be a fruitarian. I, I can't do this. somebody else's thoughts, you know, because everyone is thinking and that's, they're lost in thoughts that humans are so lost in thinking that they don't know what it is not to think. They think thinking is the natural process of consciousness and it's not. So it's a it's a, a much higher it it, it it almost is nirvanic to be in that now that that present moment, and it's tricky because you're embodied. So you got to use your mind sometimes. You got to feel sometimes. You know you you're not going to do that, but you can't follow it. You know when you have thoughts, you don't want to follow them and then make them happen, or that's your karma. Then you got to pay for it. So you could probably argue if it's a good thing. Yes, you know, it's good karma, that sort of thing. But just remember, thought invokes karma. Mm. Somebody take notes. Somebody take notes and send them to all of us. Okay, so just so you guys know, I am taking questions from the audience live. So if you have any questions for Dr. Morse, I got you. So send in your questions in the live chat. So we got our first question, of course. And um, Dr. Morse, a lot of people are dealing with teeth issues, not just fruitarians, not just raw vegans, uh, you know, millions of billions of people are dealing with teeth issues. And um, someone teeth. wants to know teeth. Yeah, teeth. 
And sure. someone wants to know, do you have any specific recommendations for someone that has, um, you know, they, they, they need to get a root canal, they're having teeth pain, they're having all these teeth issues. Do you have any things that specifically stimulate the lymphatic flow to the teeth area? Okay, so that's a good question in the sense is that that's what we think. Uh, we think it from pharmaceutical worlds, we think it from uh, botanical worlds maybe, or even supplemental worlds. What can I take, the single most thing I can take to get a remedy? And you know what? There is none. You have to number one, because you have miles. We've shown this before, the lymphatic system in the finger, and it's so involved that uh, that's the lymphatic system in your finger. So when you're talking about gums and you're talking about way up here above the kidneys and stuff, you've got a lot of pathways. And you have to realize that man has been eating acid ash foods for so long that the kidneys just can't filter. They're swollen in most people. They've broken down in most people. If you look at the number one cause of death, you'll always trace it to kidney failure, whether it's congestive heart failure, pulmonary edema, it don't matter what the diagnosis is, it starts with kidney failure. And that's the lymphatic. So to clean the gums, to stop them from receding, you have got to move lymph out of this mouth. But if you've got it in the mouth, you've got it in the brain. And this is a problem because the lymphatic system builds a different type of pressure, a glaucomic pressure, an acid pressure that'll then break down the retina and all kinds of things. But it also will start sucking calcium out of your teeth. So you want to get pH papers and make sure your saliva is always alkaline, even if you have to suck down some bicarbonate or mouthwash with some bicarbonate to try to keep your mouth alkaline because in an acid state, you lose calcium. That's just the nature of the beast. You have two, two aspects of inflammation, calcium and cholesterol. So if your mouth is acidic and your saliva is acidic, you're going to lose your teeth and you're going to lose your gums. You're going to get abscesses. You're going to get all the things that you see. And it's just, you have to move that lymphatic system, your sewer system out of your face and head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And same thing, if you see balding, you know, Bruce Willis was diagnosed with frontal lobe dementia, right? How long has he been bald? I had someone from the state come in, someone claimed that I call myself a medical doctor. So the state came in and figure out what's going on, right? So the guy come in, he was six foot, two or something, ball is all good out. And I said, no, nah, you know better than that. Now sit down. you got a problem. <laughs> and he said, well, my mom's dementia. And I said, yeah, you're next. <laughs> totally bald. And he only looked like he was 40 something. Hmm. So what are your best recommendations on how to move that lymph? Okay. So move to a fruit, berry and melon diet, like you were talking about as best you can. I would take herbs for the kidneys, herbs for the endocrinology of the body, particularly the adrenal glands. Uh, you might also check the parathyroid and pituitary. And I'm saying, I don't want to confuse your listeners because we talk a lot about that. You guys have been raised on this information, but your parathyroid glands, very few people know about them and talk about them. There's four of them. You have two thyroids and four parathyroids. Your parathyroids utilize calcium for you. So the parathormone is a hormone they produce that's essential to the utilization of calcium. So if you have a parathyroid weakness, you start to lose your teeth, you can't build them back. You lose your bones, you can't lose them back. You, you lose your connective tissue and start uh, bruising and varicose veins and hernias and hemorrhoids and aneurysms. You can't fix that. You have to fix the parathyroid so you can get your matrix back. 
Now, a little twist to that is if you're short or tall, you have a pituitary problem and the pituitary controls the parathyroid glands. So you got to look at both of those glands. So it's just a process of, of looking at how the body detoxes and cleans itself. And just kind of go that long with the botanicals. We have our detox kits, you know, that set up and that. But And we have books to show you protocols and stuff where you can write in and we'll write you a protocol. But also learn iridology, learn your eyes. I mean, when you take a picture of your eye, your iris, the colored portion, you can see every cell in your body. You can see the lymphatic system, which nobody knows that. And then you can see your, your blood. You can see everything. You see your genetics. You see your bowels. You see the shape of your bowels. You can see all these things. So if you have questions about, you know, how bad am I up here? Where am I at in my body? The eye is the only place you can see a whole detailed look at that. Wow. Yes. Um, I got a lot of questions about the eyes, but it's the same, the same advice, right? It's all the same. Yeah. Same. We got another question. Thank you very much, by the way, for explaining that. Um, what do you think, Dr. Morse, is the optimal, optimal long-term diet? And why do you think many fruitarians age faster than many omnivores? I don't agree with that, but that's a question we just got. Who ages um, more than omnivores? Fruitarians. No, no. I don't agree. Lord, no. I have a V book coming out. Well, I asked this uh, Patty. She's the A&P professor. I don't know if you know her, but she's uh, we have our online school, right? She has the A&P. She's 24 years an A&P professor. So when I came out with the kidney filtration and how the lymph dumps the metabolic waste, she called me along with several other A&P professors and said, you know, you just answered how the body gets rid of cellular acids, cellular waste. Because medical doctors think you dump your sewage back in your blood. That's like pooping in your kitchen. You don't do that. You have a whole system and your lymphatic system is your sewer system. And you got to get with that. You got septic tanks all over the body. You've got all kinds of things. And you just have to learn about that. And mm -hmm. what was that question? What was the other part of that question? The first part was, what do you think is the optimal okay. long-term diet? All right. So I think always fruit in the morning. You know why? Because your morning, you're breaking your fast from the night before. You always break fast with fruits. Fruits are the most energetic, most neural. It's going to turn you on for the day. You get used to having a, a fruit breakfast. You, you will not be able to eat anything else for breakfast. Big salad for lunch if you want it, steamed vegetables if you want it, and if you can do that, fruit like fruit at night. That that's about what I do and to keep me going down through there. To be a fruititarian, you've got to be able to handle the energy, baby. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um... But if you want to know looks, all right, go to Alaska and let's just take a fifty-year-old Alaskan. And let's go down in the tropics and I'll pull a 120-year-old person and I'll put him next to you and I'll show you that the Alaskan looks like he's 120 and the 120 looks like he's 40. I'm telling you, I've done so much research on this, but anyway, I got a bead book coming out as man as a frugivore. And I've gone back 10 million years in anthropology to look at teeth, the digestive tract, and what we're doing. We went to all the four vertebrae and this is a very in-depth look from the very cells of the gut to the very digestive enzyme, we're everywhere. We're going to expose the fact that the human, no changes. He eats omnivores, but he's totally a frugivore. And clinically, you know, I've got a lot of clinicals. And what we've done 
brain regeneration, everything with fruit. We're going to have a whole chapter on regenerate clinicals on fruit diets to show you the power. And that toe, you seen that toe at all that I have? It was just a hanging flesh. And I totally rebuilt a toe. They want to cut the flesh off. I rebuilt a whole toe just on fruit. Well, it's on our drmorris.tv. Take a look. Tissue regeneration. I regenerated a young man's brain and his, his uh, skeletal system from his dad, which kept beating him against the wall. And so uh, they said his brain was half atrophied. He would never see or walk. That kid can see, walk. And I did it through his mother's breast milk. <laughs> mm. Wow. She, she wouldn't do the herbs, but she would do the fruit diet and she would take the herbs. She wouldn't give the herbs to the young man because he was young and she was scared. So she took the herbs and, and breastfed him. And I mean, they just, we've got it all filmed and they just can't believe it. Wow. And can you please share how old are you, Dr. Morris? 73, soon 74. Woo. That's not yeah. bad. I mean, I'm still young, man. I got, you know, I, I work every day at home. I'm up wow. in trees, trimming trees. I mean, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm almost 40. I don't think that for you don't look 40 look either. I mean, you know, raw is raw and nobody looks older when they're on raw, unless they're in a period of detox. Okay. Then I can say, okay, your car's in the group, in the body shop. You're having it worked on. It's not going to look so good for a while, but it's going to come out nice and shiny and beautiful. Yes. That's exactly what happened to me. Absolutely. Now we're shiny and beautiful. Exactly. Okay. So next question is, okay, thank you guys for being here. Thank you everyone so much. So Family Vibes wants to know, Dr. Morris, for children who are in daycare, which fruit and vegetables are best to give to them to strengthen their immune system if they keep getting sick, um, you know, a few times a month? Okay, so extremely important question. Mamas, you've got to take control of daycares because they give milk even when you tell them not to give them milk. And if your son's constantly giving sick, they're giving him dairy products when you don't know it, in my opinion, because that's what clogs you. You know, we're the only species that drinks milk after we're weaned, but we don't drink raw milk. We pasteurize the holy crap out of it. So actually milk takes calcium out of you. It doesn't give you calcium. So uh, Dr. Spock, the baby doc, uh, uh, the United States Surgeon General, uh, all came out a few years, well, it's been a lot of years ago, and both claimed milk was bad for you. C. Everett Koop, the United States Surgeon General, said that, and a month later, he's fired. And then uh, Dr. Spock, the baby doc, of course, famous baby doc, said milk is bad for kids. And it is, you know, you only have the milk so long from your mom six months in my opinion and then you need to start sucking on fruit and Yale just found remember that Yale just found that the brain converts glucose to fructose and that just nailed down why we get brain regeneration we regenerate uh ALS or or uh, uh uh MS or any of those and we do that because we do the fruit and discovered that the brain must convert glucose to simple sugar into another simple sugar but a higher frequency, a higher vibrational fruit or sugar, it's just amazing. It's amazing to see all this coming together and the facts. So when this book comes out, it'll be a video book at first. There's a lot of facts in that. You guys will go, wow. There's no denying. You know, you can say we eat omnivorous, which we do. 
but uh, look at how man suffers. And when you take someone that's been eating omnivores full of tumors and cancer and all this kind of crap, and you put them on a fruit uh, fruitarian diet and you go after them with herbs and clean them up, oh, look, they got to get better. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> Yeah. What role, what role do you think greens play in an optimal human diet? Well, again, I don't think the human has the consciousness to hit the uh, level of frugivore. So uh, greens are very powerful. Uh, just something like alfalfa. I think man tries to put too much attention on nutrition because I've been basically the top of the mountain as a fruitarian. And you get to the point where you cut yourself, you don't bleed, there's no pain, and the next day it's gone. When I saw that, and I remember reading Arnold Arendt, and he was offering that experiment to the medical community, and he was offering this experiment not only from the pain and the bleeding, but he was offering it from the food stages. In other words, this is what a fruitarian will experience. Now, I'm going to eat vegetables, and this is what I'm going to experience. A little bleeding, a little more pain a little more discomfort, takes a little longer to heal. That's on raw vegetables. Then he offered to add the meat. Then you got the pus, you got the pain, you got the swelling, you got all those problems. So when I saw what my body did, then I could cut myself, no bleeding, no pain. I'm going, oh, hell, I know how to, I know how to cure people. Now I know how to cure people. And then when I, when I saw all the sediment in my urine living in a van, I realized that the kidneys filter. And then when I became a biochemist and I looked at all these urinalysis and urinalysis were coming back clear, I'm going, why is your urine clear for? That's a sewer system. You, you, you shouldn't have clear urine. And medical doctors think when there's sewage in it, you have infection. These guys have lost the planet and have no clue about health. <laughs> yes. So what do you say to this sub-movement in the raw vegan community that believes in um urine therapy yeah. what is your thoughts on that yeah you know what i think you know this has been going around since I, in the 70s urine therapy has been around a long time and i'm thinking you know if you're not filtering and you want to drink your urine you go right ahead you might get some electrolytes <laughs> if you you know especially if you're not digesting well and you're going to lose your electrolytes you don't want your electrolytes in your urine by the way <laughs> but if your urine is alkaline and you want to drink it i, I don't know I mean, that's bizarre to me. I, I'm military, so we don't do that in military books. Uh, for me, if you're filtering, you'd be stupid to drink your urine because when you're filtering, you're re-drinking your waste products from your cells. There's nothing healthy about drinking acids. If you think so, then yeah, maybe you're on the wrong planet. <laughs> maybe, yeah. We have, a, we have a question from, thank you very much for clarifying. Um, Sybil wants to know, I would love to know a protocol for peri and postmenopausal symptoms, Dr. Morris. Okay. So I want to bring something in here. Ladies, if you're not conceiving well, if you're not caring to term well, your menses is all over the place. I'm going to submit to you, your pituitary is the problem. We've gotten so many women to be able to conceive, carry to term and have very healthy babies, understanding the endocrinology of the body. So, we, excuse me, we have a lot of videos talking about that. So, same thing, you know, getting the body healthy, getting the lymphatic system clean. Basically, most people have bad sewer systems. Clean your sewer system out, 
That's removing all these obstructions to the flow of energy. And you'll start having more energy than you even know what to do with. Clarity in the mind, strengthen the emotions. Your, your posture is straight. Your bones straighten themselves up. I mean, it's amazing to see what your body can do. And remember, I've had quads whose bodies rearrange themselves on a fruit diet. I mean, that was nothing. The body did it itself. So can the body do things? We have no clue. Absolutely. And, you know, we've seen so many things that just shocking to me as a nature path. And I know regeneration, but it's shocking to see the extent. Here's another one for you. A lady's had mastectomy, heavy scar tissue, right? On a fruit diet, the scar tissue went away and her nipple started growing back. And that's on a mastectomy. What the heck? That shows you the power power uh, of, of life and chemistry if you know the right side to be on. Yes. Now, I just had a thought that it must be easy for you to believe in these things because you've seen them. You've <laughs> physically seen them. But my question is, what about the person that is surrounded by toxic people in a toxic <laughs> environment and they I say do. it's absolutely impossible? What advice would you give to them? Well, I've been 50 years in clinicals, so I've seen them the Dr. Jensen and I were trying to figure out who's seen the most, and I think he's seen the most, you know, because <laughs> he's seen a lot of people, but he wasn't a vitalist, you know, he wasn't a raw foodist and that sort of thing, raw milk cheeses, you know, raw uh, uh, milks and all these sort of things like that. Well, we all kind of did that way bad. I'll say this, each and every one of you are responsible for your own journey. And you do not want others to influence you. You don't want to be like a puppet where you're, everybody's telling you what to believe, how to feel, how to think. Uh, you don't want to be in the in crowd. Be the in crowd. In other words, you are the living presence of the divine. You're individualized, and all you have to do is recognize that. If you can stop thinking and pull back from thought, you'll start merging with the divine again, and you'll realize who you really are instead of the embodiments that you're playing right? So be the strength, be a woman warrior, be a male warrior, whatever. I'm for women warriors because without the love principle, men are pretty acidic. <laughs> you know, and the woman brings the love principle, the balancing principle to this warring planet. And that's so needed. The females need to pull away from this male dominance and get their own, you know, their own selves together and be strong within them. Because I've seen so many women, you know, they just, you get them to halfway houses because their husbands are abusive, because I've worked with all this before, and then they dare turn around and go back home. Get strong. Get strong in the self. You are the living presence. There will be something for you. There'll be money. There'll be someone to help you. There's a lot of churches. There's a lot of things out there that are dying to help people that, that need to get free from abusive and, and things like this. So, and even, even just being in, in the crowd, you're either a follower, you know, I've always said this one, it's going to sound, sound kind of crazy, but if you're not lead dog, the view is always the same. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You know I mean? <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. You know, that's very powerful. And I hope um, whoever needs to hear that is listening to that, this right Please now. Do. Yeah. Um, if you're not, and you're weak, you know, in nature, the weak are consumed. If you're a mama bird and you have a nest of babies, the sickly ones get pushed out and there's no emotion to it. Nature gets rid of its weaknesses and don't be the weak. Mm. 
Yes. Mentally, physically, emotionally mm. get strong. Mm. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I have goosebumps. So now next question is from Sherry. Thank you, Sherry. Um, do you want to offer words of guidance around extreme cleanses and deaths that we have seen in the community? Yeah, I know. It's been a sad thing. My dear, dear friend, Hildy, is one that passed on. I, I, her husband never called me and talked to me, although we were really good friends. But uh, I couldn't get Hildy to stop just fruit. She came to a live seminar and ended up taking her to the hospital yeah, uh, she sent us pictures of rashes all over her, you know, but she, like she said, she was the, uh, when I met her and I use this story because I met her in bed, she was in bed. She had RA so bad. She couldn't move hardly, you know, so that's rheumatoid arthritis. She was so acidic. And she said, I'm the pharmaceutical queen. If they made it, I tried it. I've tried Botox all over the United States. So she had a lot of toxicity. And when she knew the truth, she, she went after it. The problem is just dry fasting crap. You know, 24 hours, 36. Okay, I'll buy that. But this guy, uh, his parachute didn't open. And uh, I got him. He broken up, whole body broken up. I fixed him, repaired him. He's as normal as you and I nowadays. And he was in a live class. And he showed me a bottle of his urine after a 12-day dry fast. I said, no way. You didn't do it. He said, yeah. It was so bad, you wouldn't believe how nasty that urine looked. So short-term dry fast, okay, a day maybe, but I do not like prolonged. I don't like drinking urine, that stupid turpentine, you're crazy. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there that kids are doing. They no way, guys, because you're either going to come find someone like me or you're going to hit the, you know, be under the ground. You have to be careful in what you do because this world is chemistry. Chemistry, everywhere you turn, you drink it, you eat it, you put it on your skin, uh, you breathe it, and you got to make sure that the chemistry that all those are involved around is a healthy chemistry, or you're going you're gonna to eventually go down, you know, your body is anyway. Where did this craziness come from with the turpentine? <laughs> Do you no, know? I have no I have idea. No idea. I have no idea, but... These people are just nuts. And there's a stool implantation. There's also stool consumption. I mean, where do you go with, these are lower states of consciousness, guys. Don't fall into these lower states of consciousness. Pull yourself up, become angelic. You know, get with the, the power of spirit or, or, or the pride of the life or whatever you wish to call it, the heck, whatever. And it flows through you. You're part of that. You come from that. You're just embodied. You just have a, a limited body here and you can leave it anytime you want. Remember, we used to teach out-of-body travels. Learn how to leave your body. Have some fun. I mean, there's nothing any more fun than learning how to step out and go someplace you want to go to see, whether it's in this world or in, the, or in others. Amazing. I fun hope stuff. one day to do that. Oh, <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here, Dr. Morrison, for your time and, anytime. Oh, and I, your knowledge. I love to help people. Thank you so much. I love to help people because what else is there to do here? Yes. What are you going to do? You want to go boating? You want to go flying? I've done all those things. Okay. Yes. Um, Helping people out of their suffering is the ultimate, in my opinion, and getting them reconnected to who they really are. That is your ultimate experience. mm, Yes. In using your gifts and talents, you know, everyone has their gifts and talents and, um, if we you all know? put them together and we all learn and grow, holy crap, can we get way out there? 
Yes, yes, yes. So now Diana Banana. Thanks for being here, Diana. Love that name. Um, she's awesome. Um, she said, nothing changes if you don't move. Albert Einstein. That's a good one. Um, That's a real good one. Right. And Steph wants to know, what is a protocol for autoimmune if you have um, vitiligo? Vitiligo. Yeah, it's funny. We were just talking about that because this guy is fighting that, you know, and they're talking about the white patches. I said, is that white patches or is that vitiligo? There's a difference. You know, you can have those little white fungal patches, but vitiligo is a whole changing of the, you know, of the, of the, uh, uh, your skin, your, uh, your myelin, your uh, skin pigmentation. So there's one gland responsible for that. Pituitary. So if you have vitiligo, you've got a pituitary problem. The problem with that is that the pituitary literally controls the rest of the endocrinology of the body. So you start picking up all kinds of problems from the adrenals that controls the kidneys, uh, also sugar. I mean, the adrenals do so many things, it's not even funny. Then you've got the parathyroids, the thyroids, you've got the heart as an endo, you've got the thymus glands and endo, you've got a lot of endocrinology in the body that can suffer when the pituitary is down. And the skin is just, the melanin is just one of them. Yes. I'm, thank you. Hmm? Thank you very much. Um, I'm getting a lot of questions that, you know, everybody wants a formula. They want the, the, which you do obviously have amazing herbal formulas, of course. And I'll leave the link below for everyone. But uh, a lot of people are wanting, you know, your recommendations on the supplements or the formulas that can okay. help them with specific things. Okay, so let me go this way. Your lymphatic system literally is everywhere. So if you took a look at your body simplistically, all the human body is is about 100 trillion cells. Your nose, your eyelashes, your ears, your toes, your toenails, your, your, your ovaries, your, your, your prostate, your, your bowels, your liver, just a bunch of cells. What else is it? So you have a bunch of cells, spaces between those cells for the most part, which is called the interstitial spaces. And then you have what in the interstitial spaces? Blood and lymph. Wow. So what I've got is a whole bunch of cells. I've got a blood system, which feeds them. That's your kitchen. I've got a sewer system, which removes supposed to remove the waste from them. And then I've got a nervous system that turns them on. So I have three forms of energy, blood, nerve, and lymph. Blood feeds, lymph cleans, nerve turns them on. Anytime any of those are down, you're down physically and all types of things. So the first order of business is to fix your lymphatic system. If you're short on cash or whatever, go to the kidneys, the adrenal glands. You always want to take something for the GI tract, like GI renewer, GI broom. You want to get that gut cleaned up because your head sits right up on it. Your tongue is the extension of your bowels. So you want to clean that and get absorption going. Look at your body as a food processor. The first order of the business is to digest your foods. So pancreatic function and, and duct function should be maximum. But what, in, in stopping right there and, and going back, what affects the function of these? What affects the function of the pancreas? What shuts down the function of the ovaries or the pituitary? What in the world could shut all this down? Oh, genetics, genetics, that's just a genetic weakness. Well, genetics is of the cell. So then how did the cell become genetically weakened? And you will always trace this to the lymphatic system in your, in your elders and the acid side of chemistry. Bottom line, you fix that, 
and you start regenerating genetic memories. You can see genetic weaknesses disappear. It's cool as all get out. Yes. Sorry, I'm taking notes. Oh. Um, yeah, thank you so much. That makes sense. Now, what is your opinion or your view on the B12 situation? Do you recommend supplementing um, before a deficiency? Not at all. No. I don't supplement B12 at all. It's a byproduct of digestion. I don't do that. That's a microbiome thing. I don't, I don't even go there at all. When we first went there years ago, medical doctors called us all kinds of names, and then we said no, and then they said yes. I was sitting in Shania Twain's uh, mansion in uh, Switzerland one day, talking with her and her husband, Matt, at the time, and talking to the president of the baby foods uh, section of uh, a Nestle. And Nestle is the largest food producer in the world. So we're talking. He says, well, I have nutritionists on board. To, to look at our baby foods and to make sure they, they match nutrition. And he's going into B12 because he has meat involved. And I was arguing with him with B12 and the meat, right? Because meat eaters, they claim have to have, the, that's the only place you can get because that's bull crap. These, these are, these are, these are uh, microbiome, uh, uh, like any coenzyme, you know, co-vitamin, coenzyme sort of thing. And so his wife walked up to us and he said, you know, honey, when I eat meat, my B12 goes down. When I eat raw and I eat vegetarian, my B12 goes up. So mm. that was just one little instance. I just don't believe in supplementing anything. If you think you're deficient, you must first fix digestion. You must then fix absorption. You must then fix utilization, which is predominantly adrenals, but you do have calcium out of the parathyroids. You have to fix utilization of chemistry, right? And the last most important thing you must do is eliminate the byproducts from all this cribs and all these cycles that are involved in the movement of chemistry. And if you don't eliminate, those are mostly acids. If you look at it, if you don't eliminate these acids out of the body, then you have what's called inflammation, which then leads to extreme acidosis, the breakdown atypical and then into cancer cells, the formation of tumors, because this is sewage that can't get out of your body. And you got septic tanks called lymph nodes all over the place. They swell up just like a septic tank at your house, you know, and if you cut them out, just like taking a septic tank at your house out, now your house is gone. So it's just, it's understanding you have yeah. a sewer system and the kidneys and the skin are your eliminative organs to this sewer system, particularly your kidneys. Your right kidney drains your right hand down to your right toe and your left one on the left. So if you see problems on one side over another, which is typical, then you know which kidney's down more. Mm, wow. Um, thank you. So now um, Lalita wants to know, what do you feel about the, uh, how do you feel about the calorie in calorie out theory? Do you believe in calories? No, no. And I tell you, I, I've never have. When you remove the obstructions to the flow of energy, that's generally proteins and mucus in the human body. And those are the things you see coming out of you. Acids, more than the forms of proteins, but in other forms. And then you've got, uh, then you've got a lot of mucus. The mucus comes when you eat foods that are acid forming and they irritate the mucosa. Even cayenne pepper, though, as healthy as capsicum is, it'll irritate the mucosa and then you'll get mucus from it. I can't do peppers, anything hot. Or I suddenly get my sinuses fill up, I get pressure, and I go, oh my God, no way. Because you can't irritate the mucosa 
And when you're on a fruit diet, it becomes very sensitive because everything becomes heightened, alive, and it becomes very awake. And so when you have things that are very irritating, uh, peppers, black peppers, uh, red peppers, uh, any of these peppers like that, <laughs> excuse me, it'll cause a lot of mucus. And then you've got to deal with the mucus. And if you're not, if you're in a cationic state, I mean, an acidic state, that mucus is going to stay at home. And you're just going to get more and more. So your your voice box, your bronchial, your 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 lungs, your sinuses, everything fills up. And you've got what five tonsils or so that's all full. Wow. Yeah. That that makes sense. It's happened to me before about the hot yeah. peppers, and I couldn't stop like crying and like my nose was running. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Irritation and you and you. It, I think some people like even Gerson think you have to irritate and you have to drive like their philosophy with the coffee enemas to try to flush the liver. What are you doing trying to flush the liver? If you spasm the liver too much, you're going to hurt it, especially when it's backed up lymphatically. So, and that means they don't understand the lymph system. They think the liver detoxifies. The liver is a chemical factory. It has nothing to do with that. Your body has a sewer system in it, plain and simple. And it just shows that people don't understand the lymphatic system. Well, we know medically the books still say there's no lymphatic system in the brain, and they found it. What I think uh, France found it in uh, 2015, and I think uh, uh, University of Virginia found the uh, lymph system in rats 2014. Wow. What are some other uh, powerful ways to move the lymphatic system besides obviously focusing on diet? I would say passive activity. You know what? Because if you get too active and you're not filtering, you're going to lose your joints. You know, if you think exercise fixes everything, it doesn't. Because as you exercise, you're creating a lot of acids. You're creating a dehydrated state. So you have to remove those acids out of the body. So when you're talking about hydration, what are you doing there? You're bringing in electrons. You're bringing in the alkaline side of chemistry, which is the electrical high electron side to dominate the proton side. And if you don't do that, then you get more acidic, more acidic, more acidic. And then it's going to steal your electrolytes, like out of your bones, connective tissue and the like, to try to balance that out. Okay, I see. So more like walking is... Walking, uh, I like swimming, water, mm -hmm. you know, that's real passive in that sort of thing. Um, dry skin brushing can be somewhat of a help, I guess you could say. Uh, there's a lot of chi machines and little things like that, I guess, but... I just think the bottom line, chemistry helps chemistry. So it's all about the chemistry you're, you're, you're living around. Even for ladies, be careful about the perfumes. A lot of the perfumes are neurotoxic and uh, they can make you short of breath. You have to be real careful. You want to make sure everything you put on your skin, you can eat it. I ask women all the time, can you eat the makeup? Can you eat the, uh, you know, <laughs> because you're eating it. You're, you're, it's like absorbing into your skin. And so you have to be real careful. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to eat that? Because you are. You're eating yeah, it. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. I think there's a study, Dr. Morris, where like women consume like seven pounds of lipstick in their <laughs> lifetime. That's not it. Yeah. I try to say, you know what? The men have to quit trying to make the ladies into something. You know what I mean? This whole thing. Be who you are. Be the beauty that you are, you know? Yes, absolutely. And um, okay, just a few more minutes, guys. Sure. So oh, if you no, have... I'm good. I'm always Thank good. you. Thank you so much. Um, okay, just a few more minutes. So if you guys have any questions, leave them in the chat. I'll try to get to them all. I'll try. But um, uh, what about 
iodine, Dr. Morse. What are your views That's on iodine? That's a good question. Holy crap. Medical <laughs> doctors love it because it can throw you in hyperthyroidism. Then they can cut your thyroid out for you. I mean, or they can radioactive kill it, you know, and it's so stupid stuff. If you want, if, you, if you're worried about radiation, you, you go to Irish moss, you know, go, go to your, your seaweeds if you want to go that way out. Uh, but don't take iodine, potassium, potassium iodide, toxic crap. And when you take minerals like that, you unbalance your body's chemistry. and You don't want to do that. And iodine can be very toxic. Mm. And if so you, what, uh, yeah. typically it can also creep you into, like I said, hyperthyroidism. Yes. So um, what do you say to someone who is iodine deficient? Is there you're iodine deficient? They used to call Indiana where I'm from the goiter belt because they used to think all the thyroid problems are from iodine. Actually, they're from the farmer's milk, all these dairy farmers in there, and all the milk that's what swells you up. Iodine more stimulates like the activity of the thyroid gland. Medical doctors use the we used iodine in farming. You know, we get tore up, we use mercuricoma methylate to put on our, our wounds and stuff like that. Just like sulfur. Sulfur and iodine are the two uh gases and minerals that you look at. It's like, no, 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 no. You know, I'll say this: if it's an isolate, forget it. Because your chemistry is a family. Think of chemistry as a family. Arsenic is a distant cousin, but he's nutritive as a distant cousin. I'm going to take my distant cousin. I'm going to bring him up and let him play like he's my brother and he'll kill me. You, this a family and this family has toxic aspects to it, but it's all in hopefully balanced ratios. When we disturb and take that apart and make supplements out of that, that's why I say you're better off to take a superfood than you are a vitamin mineral supplement. Because if you knew how those supplements come to the lab and what you're actually taking, like iron, you've seen that iron added in cereals and they get a magnet, pull the iron, actually iron out of cereals. Oh yeah. I mean, no, I haven't seen that. Oh yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Iron added. You just get a magnet, and start pulling the iron out of there. I mean, it, it you want to eat fresh. We're designed to pick, eat, peel, whatever. You know, if you want to grow a garden, I mean, that's more intensive. But when a tree says, here, I got something delicious for you. And we just have to, man has to learn how to grow and take care of himself properly and the diet that he needs. And then he can grow some of the most fantastic fruit and the most fa fantastic berries and melons out there. And if you want to have South Final, I don't care. But if you want to dig in, if you're a neurological, if you're an MS case, if you're a Lou Gehrig's case, Parkinson's, spinal cord injury, no vegetables. You want 100% fruits, berries, and melons, and then you will walk. But if you do vegetables, you will not. I've had just mm. this. Mm. That um, powerful. Then here's Yale saying that the brain converts glucose to fructose. Perfect. <laughs> and I have a lot of people pushing back on the iodine now because I just interviewed someone and she recommended salt for iodine. What are your views on the salt? If you get the salts, you're getting more into the uh, foods, but why are you taking it for? What's your, what's your goal? Are you thyroid? What's your goal in taking that? You know, the, the, the side effects of iodine by itself, if, if people listening don't know that, the time you start researching that, because the, the, just the supplement of iodine has caused through history tremendous problems. 
So iodine, antibiotics, uh, vaccines, all this crap, even sulfur, all this. Look at the people suffering from sulfur now. Their guts are full of sulfur. They're gassy, bloaty, high fungal because sulfur proliferates fungal growth. So people are in severe stress with all the sulfur and the sulfur drugs that they took, the penicillins and the antibiotics. So we, we fight this all the time. We're cleaning this out of people all the time. We see iodine stuck in people's thyroids all the time or in the body where the body can't metabolize it. You know, so we see all this all the time. And isolates have never been your story. They've never been your answer. I don't care who said it. No, no way do you isolate chemistry out of a food and claim it's better than the food it came from. That's stupid. And if you're trying to treat a symptom, that means you don't understand your lymphatic system and why you have that symptom. And they live in the world of diseases. And if you live in the world of diseases, you're living in an illusionary concept that has no such thing as diseases. If you understand chemistry and you understand your lymphatic system, you will understand totally every symptom when you have it, where it comes from. It does match diseases, interestingly enough, but diseases is focused on the effect and not the cause. Yes. And I know that your book, um, the Detox Miracle Source book, goes through all of these formulas and explains everything in great detail. So I'll leave the link below for that because- Everyone has so many questions and, uh, you know, I There's can't so much to talk all. about though. You can get into <laughs> that. There's so much to talk about. I've had 50 years and I've been through about everything you can imagine from the glucans because we you know, predominantly get the cancers, but then uh, neurological condition, that's what we're famous for. But skin is everywhere. That's easy to clean up. Uh, learning the lymphatic system, you can clean up everything there is. But beyond that, you can regenerate genetics. Your body can realign itself. I can't even tell you. We've got videos up on uh, drmorris.tv. Take a look. Hundreds of them. Yes. And it just shows you what you can attain physically. But I'm also very spiritual. And that's the number one thing. Your survival beyond this world is, should be your number one concern. Who am I? And am I going to survive? Where am I going after I lay down my physical form? Hmm. Someone. Oh, that's good. That's good. Now, someone asked a fun question. What is one of your favorite quotes, Dr. Morse? Oh, my God. That's a a good question. Thanks for asking that. I don't know. Right. Be here now. I tell you. Be here now. Be here now. Mm. Be here now. That's an old Ram ass thing. But there's so many good quotes out there. Zen quotes. Uh, Oh, my God. I just and the same thing with music. I'm a musician, you know, and they say, what's your favorite music? Well, maybe blues, but uh, I mean, I can rock it. And uh, I don't know. I just like off music. Mm, yes, I love it. And OK, that's I'll another ask- thing in healing music that gets you moving. Look at how long these rock and rollers live. Sometimes you look at oh, what's his name from uh, Mick Jagger and uh, uh, his guitarist. Keith there. Richards. Keith Richards. My God, if there's any proof of somebody walking dead like that, Keith is a good example of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is, how old is this guy? Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not all about diet. You know, we are just so focused on, you yeah. know, and then we start to clean up our diet and then we get, you know, really crazy, uh, you know. Well, now you're bringing up a good point. You can make yourself sick by worrying whether you're eating the right stuff or not. Don't go, let, just relax and let things flow. If you're going to talk about isolates and taking food and isolating chemistry out of it, 
and you think that's better for you, you got to rethink that. You know, God made everything powerful and electromagnetically pH perfect. And that is just what you need to consume. And when you do that, your body finds its own homeostasis. People ask me about how do you get homeostasis in the body when your minerals are way out and everything's way out? You fix your lymph system and all your endocrinology goes into shape. You start utilizing your body pulls itself into chemical balance and structural balance. It's amazing. And you got to trust in that. Outside of that, you're following medical doctors, are you? Or a nutritionist? A nutritionist? I mean, I hate to say it, but no offense, but you know what? Uh, there's a, a very powerful level of healing you want to get into and go to our website and you'll find it. And you'll see all that it's done through all 50 years. And it, it's crazy. Yeah. Thank you for talking about that. Thanks for bringing that to light because yeah, um, I went through that too, you know, discovering the raw food diet and Arnold Arid and trying to be perfect and getting so crazy. Yeah. And that lasted like six years for me. And then finally I just had to let go and be me here too. now and let me it be. Too. Yeah. You too. Yeah. yeah. We go through that phase. So don't worry if you're in that phase, don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Last question that I get a lot, Dr. Morse, I get this question a lot how to maintain weight on a raw food diet. It makes me too skinny to eat, you know, fruit okay. and veggies. Good question. Excellent question here. Again, I'm going to relate taking your automobile that just had a wreck into a body shop. When you start uh, moving your body and all you're doing is starting to eat hydrating foods, all you got to do, all you got to do is start eating fruit and the magic begins. The problem with the magic is that it's hydrating. I want to be hydrated. Do you? Well, here's the problem. When you start getting hydrated, guess what starts to come out? Tons of mucus. You can get pressure built back up. Mucus flowing out, coughing up mucus. You, if you ever had pneumonia, you could go back and have bronchitis or pneumonia-like symptoms again. Different this time because now you're on the way out. You're not trying to shove and lock it into you. You're trying to expectorate it. And that's the difference. You cannot lock this stuff in and not expect a tumor or the breakdown of tissue. So your body's going to go into a move of expectoration. You're going to see crap coming out of your urine. You're going to see black stuff, mucus coming out of your stools. If you have sulfur, you're going to see orange stools and you're going to see fungus stuff coming out. You're going to see all kinds of stuff coming out. Those can be Humpty Dumpty's. 99% of people are very malabsorbed and they're eating foods to keep the weight on it. So when they go to the raw foods, they get upset because they lose weight. But your body's got to fix malabsorption. And malabsorption is a lymphatic thing again. So you've got to fix that. And then you'll see muscles coming on you where you were losing weight. Now you start to gain it. And if you're not there yet, you haven't reached the point where your body needs to turn around. I get it that a lot of people look emaciated. I get that. You can't die when you're having all this nutrition coming in from fruit and the herbs. That's tons of nutrition and energy. But your body will look kind of that way when you... Because again, most people are malabsorbed, lymphatically very compromised. There's people out there with blue eyes that are brown. You know, people walking around with brown eyes that should be blue. And that's just chronic levels of this stuff in them. So there's just, well, you, 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 you get it. Yeah. Chronic constipation right there. Yeah. Um, Cellular constipation. That's another constipation. Just like you said, it isn't just about. Uh, colon constipation, you're constipated around your cells. Well, this is an acid blowback to the cell wall and then into the cytoplasm, which is the cell fluids. 
And then you start moving the changing of, of the cell morphology. And that's when you start seeing a typical cells formed no matter where. And then it moves into the cancer or the graded cell. And then people want to go after the cells. And it's like, really? The cell is a victim. What was it a victim of? Which side of chemistry, number one, acids. Which system deals with acids? Not the blood, the lymphatic. It's so simple. Sometimes you wonder like, oh my God. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, uh, okay. Well, Dr. Morse, I want to say thank you so very much for your time. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you and just tell you from my heart, how much hope you give me and you've given me over the years. And I know you've helped millions of people. Um, and, uh, the detox miracle source book, it's my copies on the way and I'll leave the link below. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Um, it is going to change your life as Dr. Morse has been changing millions of lives for Fun years stuff. and years and years. And yes, it's just such an honor to talk to you. And I, I just want to say thank you very much for stepping into your greatness and stepping into honor, who you really are. The honor is mine, sweetie, because uh, that's what I was sent here to do. And I, yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. Woo! You see what happens, guys, when you come here and do what you're sent here to do? Oh, yes. That's it. Yes. That's it. You got to know. You got to connect. And getting out of the mind is your best way. The mind is a conditioned instrument. And so you don't want to live uh, in preconceived and conditioned uh, states. You want to live free and feel the allness of life. And it's so expansive. You just can't. You're always happy because you're, you're mm. infused. You're infused. And that's why I say yeah. infuse yourself with life and energy. Don't fuse yourself with death and urine and therapies and, 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 and drinking gas. And <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, get with that, the energy of life, the energy of fruit, the energy of berries, get into that, that, that uh, primal energy that you, you came here with, you know, go back when you were a kid and the day seemed to last forever. You were living in the now. You didn't know how to think yet. <laughs> yes. Do things that give you energy. Uh -huh. and that's what you're born to do. Yes. Uh, thank you takes so energy. Much. Thinking takes energy. You know, when you study too hard, you have in your tired as all get out, right? Emotions can take your energy away from you. You can be so depleted with the angers and all that. Not when you're living in the now. Uh-uh. Love you, honey. Thank you. Love you too. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Morse. You're amazing. You are. Too. Bye, guys. <laughs> all right. Um.